Absolutely nothing beats windshield time, a road trip, and good conversation in the car. Welcome to another episode of Dan the Road Trip Guy, where we have entertaining conversations about cars and road trips, life lessons, and maybe every now and then a little advice. I'm your host, Dan Neal, road trip extraordinaire. And now buckle up and enjoy the show. It was uh, July 2003, and I was about to embark on uh, what would be an epic road trip for me at that time, 20 years ago. The story actually started in April of that year, 2003, when my brother assisted me with the purchase of a 1983 BMW 320i. He helped me because I was traveling and it was for sale on eBay. He was the winning bidder. Now, this car was bought for one reason. It was located in San Jose, California, and I was going to get my brother and my dad, and we were going to drive it across the country on U.S. Route 50. My brother and his wife had just brought young David into the world, so my brother was out. So I turned to my good friend John, and I said, how about a road trip? He was up for it. John, myself, and my dad, we flew out to San Jose in July of 2003, The seller had kindly held on to the car since April for me. We got to his workplace where the car was at, took a quick look over it. Like, we didn't know what we were going to do if we didn't want to drive it across the country, because here we were, so we are driving it across the country. Dad took a quick look at the tires and said, boys, this thing could use some tires. We made a quick stop at Sears, because my parents love Sears. They had no tires for that car. Just all agreed that we'll make it. Now, we had no maps, no GPS, but I had it mapped out mentally in my mind. We were going to make our way up to Sacramento and pick up U.S. Route 50. We ended up on the wrong side of the San Francisco Bay, and we were stuck in traffic for hours. It was around 3 o'clock in the afternoon or so. We did finally make it to Sacramento. We grabbed dinner. John took over the driving. He drove us through Lake Tahoe. We ended up in Carson City, Nevada, and we decided, let's stop for the night. It had been a long day, a long flight. We got a good night's rest. We got up in the morning, had breakfast, just kind of took our time, and then made our way back to what we thought was U.S. Route 50. And we're traveling along, and we come to a somewhat large city. My mental map said, this is not U.S. Route 50. We saw a gentleman painting a building. We said, where are we? And he said, you're in Reno, Nevada. We were like, hmm, wrong direction. We decided at that point, maybe we should buy a road atlas. Stopped at a bookstore, bought a road atlas, Made our way back to U.S. Route 50, and we were on our way. We would drive through Nevada and Utah, mostly during the daylight hours, and that is just a beautiful drive. If you've never done it, I highly recommend it. I did it again in 2019 with my wife, going in the other direction, toward California. There's a stretch of road there in Nevada called the Loneliest Road in America, for good reason. There's not much out there, including cars. We did see some military exercises going on that day. We made a stop for gas on that road. The place sold t-shirt and they had this saying on the front, the loneliest road in America. And my dad for years regretted that he did not purchase one of those t-shirts. We continued to make our way. We drove through the Colorado mountains, which are beautiful, in darkness. And the little car was breathing kind of hard when it would get to the tops of those mountains. It was cooler air, but it made it just fine. We made our way into Denver. I think it was around sunrise. We got breakfast. Oh, and by the way, dad had looked at us after that first night in a motel and said, boys, we're not spending any more nights. We're headed home. He was a trucker of 40 years. So I knew what that meant. We would arrive in Kansas in the middle of the day, in the middle of the summer. 
It's very hot in Kansas, if you've never been there. It's very flat, and there are a lot of fields. We made our way through it, though. No air conditioning. Now, we thought Dad would drive some of that trip, being that truck driver, but he was quite content to sit shotgun and just tell a story after story. How I wish we'd have had a recorder, and we would have a lot of those stories to share with you. But we don't. We would see the sand dunes in Nevada. We'd see the Colorado Mountains. We would see the Arch in St. Louis. As we continue to make our way home, we would drop John off in Louisville. He would pick up his car because we flew out of there. I would continue on to my hometown, Pine Knot, Kentucky, to drop Dad off. Mom had breakfast ready when we walked in. We got there early in the morning. And for years, Dad just continued to talk about that trip. He would always ask about John. I'm not sure he ever saw John after that trip, but he seemed to really enjoy that time on the road. I hope you figured out by now, Dan the Road Trip Guy is about stories. I love stories. I love hearing other people's stories. And I love taking an occasional drive down the road to remember one of my own stories. I encourage you to tell your stories, hear other people's stories. A great way to do that is hop in the car and head down the road and share a story. Until we meet up again, you can find me on the internet at dantheroadtripguy.com. I hope you will follow this podcast so that you don't miss any upcoming episodes and share it with your family and friends so they can enjoy the stories of my guests also. Until we meet again on a future episode, keep having conversations with each other and keep driving.